Hello and welcome back to the Endeavor podcast and video show. My name is Jason Breitkopf. I am the host of the show. And once again with me is Marvin Vilma. Hi, Marvin. Hello. Marvin, as we know, is an expert in college and high school admissions. Uh, He was an admissions officer, he was a counselor, and a student at an independent school in his high school years. So I've asked him to come on the pod and talk a little bit more about that. And this is the fifth in our series on high school admissions. Today we're going to be talking about the interview. Uh, This is a huge part of the high school admittance process in my opinion. And so there's some really interesting things I've learned over the years that I want to share with you. But I wanted to talk with somebody who's been through this uh, as an 8th grader going through this process and as uh, an admissions officer, which we recently found out in one of our previous episodes. So Marvin, how you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. I really appreciate having you on. My pleasure. So I wanted to talk to you about something that you uh, alluded to in one of our last episodes, which was the importance of the interview. And I also feel that it's important. So one of the things that you've talked about is having the parents and the students on the same page. What did you mean by that? So what I meant by that is, are they telling the same story? Um, I think I've run into situations, actually, not I think, I know I've run into situations where... I talk to a student about their interests and their passions um, and they tell me one thing and then I had a conversation with their parents afterwards and they would say something very different. And so for a student's application, it's like, what are these inconsistencies? Where are they coming from? And what is the truth? You know, what is the student actually passionate about? What's their interest? What gets them going? What gets them excited? Um, And we want to know that so that we're accepting the right type of student for our school community. We can't do that if we're getting misinformation. That makes absolute sense. So what you're, sounds like what you're suggesting is the student and the parents sit down together Mm -hmm. and kind of talk it out about why they're doing this and what they're hoping to accomplish. Right, exactly. Um, And also talking about what are the student's strengths? What are their areas of improvement? What are they struggling with in school? Um, And that really helps kind of paint a picture that um, helps us to understand, you know, how can our school best support your student if they were admitted to our school? But I think there's one major flaw in that, Marvin. Mm -hmm. You're expecting a 13-year-old and his or her parents to have an open conversation. (laughs) That sounds like crazy talk to me. the tragedy of having conversation (laughs) with your kid. I think think it's the other way around, the tragedy for the kid of having a conversation with your parents. Well, it's funny because I I feel that the application process is really just this whole reflection activity. That's really what it is. It's an opportunity for parents and students to come together and think about, like, what what are the possible futures that the student can have? Um, And I think once that reflection is done collaboratively, you know, smooth sailing from there, hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) So this kind of leads back to what we were talking about as the episode began, which is, this is leading up to the interview. What, what, is, what is the interview? What's happening physically on that day? Mm-hmm. What is an interview? Yeah. So most schools that I've applied to slash have worked at um, do them in very similar ways. The student will arrive at the school with their family members, whether it's parents or guardians. Um, they'll do a tour of the school first, just so that they're acquainted with the space. And which we've it, talked about in a previous episode. Exactly. And then um, an admission counselor or sometimes a faculty member 
will sit down with the student first, um, have a conversation that might take anywhere from 15, 20, 25 minutes, um, and then the same counselor or faculty member will have a conversation with the parents right after that. So that's one thing I want to interrupt, because I want to go into more depth of, uh, eventually about what the student experience is, but I do want to talk about this, because I've experienced this both as a, a parent uh, when I was looking into uh, an independent school, elementary school for my, for my daughter, and as uh, someone who's advised parents both as a test prep uh, instructor and as an admissions advisor informally with the tutoring companies where I've worked that during the process where the student is getting interviewed, um, sometimes the student was sent off to do an extra writing sample or sit in on a class or do an exercise, and then there was an informal, and I'm using my bunny ears here, <laughs> informal conversation with the parents, which turned out to be an interview. Mm -hmm. the, the admissions officer wasn't just interviewing the student that day. They were putting the parents through a, a sneaky, formal interview of their own. Mm -hmm. As someone who's been through the process on both sides, would you concur that the parents are also getting interviewed in a way? I don't know that I would call it an interview. Um, and maybe this is me kind of keeping close to my admissions hat. <laughs> um, I, consider I, it I put them on the spot, folks. <laughs> well, you know, when I was having these conversations with parents, I would start off by sharing with them what I... Um, the conversation that I have with their student just so that they had an idea of like this is what your student said these are things that we talked about in our conversation um, as a way to kind of set the tone and then I would ask them some follow-up questions to either confirm or maybe clarify things that um, I'm still having questions about but also to get a sense of what type of community members the parents or guardians are like as well and I mentioned this briefly in a previous episode but independent schools are really accepting a family not just a student they want to know that a family will get involved on campus that they'll be you know part of the community whether it's attending sports activities or you know participating in the potluck during the Christmas season whatever it is they want to know that the family is going to be there um, because it enhances the students experience when everyone's involved well that makes sense um, but I felt from my feed, the feedback I've received from parents who've been through this process, that they were not expecting that. Mm -hmm. So they didn't, they didn't realize that that conversation was going to happen. Right. Yeah. I think parents are more likely to prep than students, which is maybe why a lot of schools don't really advertise it as an interview, um, because we want parents to be their authentic selves. And that's what we expect for students as well. Um, and so there are some families that will coach their student a lot, and that for us doesn't really bode well when we see that a student is coached through, you know, this is how you respond to this question. We want students to be themselves. Similar for parents, we want the parents to be themselves. And again, that goes along with what we've talked about here at Endeavor in all aspects of education, which is being your true self, being your authentic self. And, and, and we've always said that admissions officers can see through whatever facade you put up, whatever you know, prep you have or pre-planned answers. They can see through that pretty easily because you know, they're people, not just that they're people, but they're also experts in their field. And so I agree with you there. I, I have done... Uh, interview prep with eighth graders in preparation for this and you know, the parents were generally expecting I think to have the student be coached through this process but I never 
I never went in that direction when I was tutoring. I thought saw more like uh, public speaking tutoring. Right. That's the way I approached it. Is that helping the student get through a conversation with an adult without saying um or like. Mm-hmm. That was like my that was my primary goal. Right. right. Um, so that the student could communicate effectively, not have pre-planned answers, but be prepared for the questions that they weren't going to be prepared for. Mm-hmm. In other words, be able to answer a question that surprises them. Uh, it, it was my highest goal not have a prepared answer for a question they were expecting. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's what you're talking about when you're talking about being coached is that they were given prefab answers right. to exactly. common questions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think what's most important when um, kind of preparing students for these interviews is can they think deeply about their life experiences up until that point? Can they reflect and really find... Um, kind of what are their areas of growth, what are they good at, what are they not so great at. That's what we're looking for. Um, but to go back to the parent piece of it, I think one thing that I missed or probably skipped on is we're also trying to understand how the parents' um, kind of personalities um, may have influenced their student a little bit. Because um, usually once we meet the parent, we're like, oh, this makes so much more sense now that we've met their parent. Um, whether it's a really great thing or um, a thing that makes us ask more questions about a student. Hmm. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I mean, I, I, both in terms of students and parents with whom I've worked where you see a student who has a certain, um, I don't know if the word arrogance is right, but a certain pride in themselves that may, not, may or may not be justified by any single thing. And like, where does this come from? Or in the case of my own experience, uh, my, my daughter is a very silly person, and clearly that comes from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so if once, once, parent, once the, uh, teachers, school administrators meet me, they're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that's where she gets it from, from you crazy people. So uh, what are some things that uh, are typical interview questions that a student might face? in this sort of interview? Mm-hmm. Like the most typical ones, <laughs> the most unsurprising ones. I'm not, I don't want you to yeah. give away all the secrets. So I'm like the worst person to ask this question to because my interviews were never typical. Um, I think for the most part, a counselor or faculty member will start off by asking about their academic trajectory, what subjects they're passionate about, what subjects they struggle in, what do they do outside of school, what are they involved with, leadership roles that they've taken advantage of. Um, Some counselors will ask about their family, so how many siblings do they have? What is their relationship like with their siblings? They'll ask more kind of personal questions as well. Um, If you're interviewing with me, I ask some weird questions, mostly because I like to put students in a position where they are uncomfortable enough where I can get really honest, raw answers from them. So one of my favorite questions, for example, was if you had to describe yourself as a fruit, what fruit would you be and why? Um, and for an eighth grader, like there were some interesting answers um, that came out from that. So, yeah. One question I got asked in an interview once, and I was already an adult when this happened, is what if you were a cookie, what cookie would you be? Mm. So. You know that sort of thing. I don't think you can prepare for that, but I do think knowing what like those sort of like what are your academic interests, what activities. Yeah. I think having answers for that already is okay. I think 
pre-planning a canned response is the thing that you were talking about before that would, that is inauthentic. But knowing that and, and, and preparing that and having an answer for some basic questions is important mm -hmm. and students should be prepared for that. Yeah, yeah. And I mostly encourage high school students to do this, but sometimes middle school students have kind of their 90 second elevator pitch and I think that's fine. I think that's great when a student can walk up to an adult and say, hi, my name is so-and-so and kind of go through their 90 second pitch. But beyond that, it's really about getting the student comfortable with public speaking and mm -hmm. prepping them in, in those kind of soft skills. Yeah, I agree with you completely. More, more important than having answers is having the ability to, to speak uh, in public to an adult in a, in a calm, uh, clear manner. Mm -hmm. And I think more of a public speaking background than preparing particular answers is important for right. us. Right. So I think that is really useful information. Is there anything else about the interview or the interview process, whether it's from the student or parent's perspective, that you feel is important for our viewers and or listeners to know? Um, it's really important to come prepared with questions. Questions not just for the counselor or faculty member that you're sitting with, but also questions for the student that um, is giving you a tour. Because those um, answers that you get from your tour guide can actually be incredibly helpful when actually doing your interview. Um, because you can really speak to, this is why I might fit in with your school community. I just talked to student X about his experience in this activity and that's something that I'm really excited about as well. That shows that you are really an active listener, that you're excited about the school, and that you can really see yourself there. One caveat about that, though, uh, I strongly advise that these shouldn't be fact-based questions. In other words, uh, how many bedrooms does the dorm have is not a good question. I don't think that's what Marvin's talking about. Yes. I, I think anything that you can look up on the website is not the type of question that Marvin's talking about. It's more like going deeper than that. Uh, why is it the way it is? What did you get out of it? Things that are more um, about personal experience or emotion, mm -hmm. I think, are the types of questions you're talking yeah, about. Absolutely. Not fact-based questions. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I think we're on the same page there. Um, and I think the interview process is even more important for high school admissions than it is for college admissions, mostly because I can't remember a single student with whom I've worked who went through the high school admittance process and did not get an interview. Mm -hmm. Every single one of them had an interview, and that's different from the college admissions process, where there's still a large number of students who don't have an interview. So I think it's really important to be aware of that and prepared for it in the sense that knowing it's coming, not in the sense of canned answers. Please don't do that. Um, so Marvin, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Um, this is the fifth in our series, and we're probably going to add more episodes later, especially given any feedback we receive or specific questions you have about high school admittance to private, independent, or parochial schools. Uh, but for now, this is the fifth in our series. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the episode, please uh, like it, share it, uh, comment on it, and as always, please subscribe so you can get the episodes right away as soon as they post, whether on YouTube or in your favorite podcast app for the audio podcasts. You can communicate with me through Twitter at, at EndeavorPod. I'll get back to you as soon as possible. I get a notification when someone uh, comments there, and I will follow up with you. I love Twitter. I'm on there all the time, much to my wife's chagrin. So thank you so much for listening, and as always, let's keep learning.